0: Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a 90s hip hop obsessed exclamation point loving mother to two boys. I'm a wife and a passionate digital designer. I spend my days doing what I love, which is helping women make money with WordPress, whether that's by designing and developing custom websites or helping teach women how to build their own thriving development studio. I'm here to share with you everything I know, all of the mistakes I've made so that you can take the shortcut to achieving your own version of success. To download my free guide to building your dream life, marketing your services, and booking dreamy, high-paying clients as a designer, head to womenwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie. You are listening to Women Wealth WordPress. Oh, hey guys, welcome to Women Wealth WordPress. Today I wanted to talk to you about ways to speed up your build time. Pretty straightforward about why you would want to do that. Obviously when you spend less time building that means you can take on more work and make more money or you can work less and make more money. <laughs> Either way it's a win-win. I think it also means when you're spending less time thinking about the build and thinking about the technical sides of the build and the repetitive tasks it means that you can have more mental space for creativity and more capacity for creativity. I think that really results in a better quality build for your client as well. So obviously that's a huge benefit to them. I'm really big on processes, as you will hear me say, I get it again. And I had actually never timed my build time until I recorded my Women Wealth WordPress course. And the actual build time itself was seven hours. So what I find, and that was for a standard five page site, plus blog, plus portfolio, menu, header, footer, all that kind of stuff, installing all the plugins, everything. So I think that's pretty good good. But when I do a project with a client, I actually, for a project of that size, I charge around six and a half K and I also schedule in six weeks. And the reason I do it that way is it allows time for amends, for rounds of review, for the clients to get their content to me, for me to research competitors and all of that kind of stuff. The actual build time is potentially the smallest part of the project (laughs) when you look at it that way and getting all of this stuff on lock is going to really help give you time to do all of that other extraneous stuff that's going to really add value to your project so let's dive in the first thing I recommend you do is to build a base site so I call my site all about that base you may get that reference you may not but this means that this can be cloned so you can do that a couple of ways i I really like to use Cloudways. It's how I offer my hosting through to my clients and they have a really great clone function. So in just a couple of clicks you can duplicate your base site and that is going to Create it on a new installation, they call it an application, and then you can go in and build from there. The other thing you can do is use a plugin like All in One WP Migration. What I find with that plugin is that the free version typically isn't enough for the sites that I migrate. That might be one of your early expenses that you need to invest in. I think it was around $50 or something like that, but I have used that again and again. I highly recommend investing in that one. And that just allows you to migrate a site of any size, and eventually your base site might get big enough that you do need that extension or if you're going to be migrating sites for clients like completed sites you will need something like that in the future anyway just doing it that way means you've got everything set up everything that you need with every project and it's just all replicated so you don't have to spend that time every time doing all that stuff like installing the theme installing the plugins making any code customizations or adding any snippets that you use on every website So on my base site, I've actually built it out over time. So it now includes all of the plugins that I use on every site and even the ones that I use on most of my sites, but not all, because I do find it's easier to delete any that I'm not using. For example, Word WooCommerce, if it's not an e-commerce site, um, I find it easier to delete than to install them every time. I think that's really helpful. I also have gone through on my base site and deleted all of the default themes. So that makes the website itself leaner and it reduces required updates for the client on an ongoing basis. So I think that's really good to keep your base site as clean as possible. I also have a header file, a footer file, a blog post, a 404 coming soon, a home page, a contact page and about page. All of those things that I will typically have for every site that I build, I have them like all ready to go. So I just need to actually build them. The actual page is already there. The domain's already set. The URLs are already set for forward slash contact, forward slash about all that stuff that's not going to change. And that really just saves me so much time. Definitely recommend getting on top of that one. That one can be a bit complex if you're just getting started with the migration and things like that. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot them through. Cool. The next one I recommend is having processes for your actual build. So the way I've done this in the past is by using an Excel checklist and I have separate tabs for the base, which I've just gone through, which I don't need to check off every time now because I know it's the same, but it's just good to have a record of it. So you can send it through to the client and say, these are the things I've done. You can have each page is required to have a meta tag, a meta description. Images are required to have alt tags, all those kinds of like CO things, and then a featured image, all that kind of good stuff. And then, everything that each site is required to have. So like I mentioned before, a 404 page, a coming soon page, a search page, all of that good stuff. And then probably the most important part in this checklist would be the pre-go live. So doing all those checks and balances, running it through a spell checker, a broken link checker, submitting it to search consoles, everything like that. Having that checklist really makes sure you've covered all your bases. And if any issues arise in the future, you've done everything you need to, you can refer the client back to that. And again, it allows you to just know that you're doing a really stellar job, which is always nice. (laughs) The third one I would recommend, which is such a broad thing, I know, but use Elementor. Elementor is my page builder of choice. It's what I teach in my Women Wealth WordPress course. And I am absolutely obsessed with it. I could not run my business without it. I could not have built my business without it. The more I use it, the more I love it. I will probably do a whole episode on it at some point. But yeah, there's just a couple of things that Elementor offers that other page builders don't that I really love. A couple of things you can do with Elementor to improve your build times. Build up a library of .json files. This stands for JavaScript object notation. Basically, it's like a template. Any Anything that you build in the Elemental Theme Builder can be exported as a JSON file. So I actually don't know if that's how you say it. I might need to look that up. But once you've built up a bank of JSON files, it becomes easier to upload them to a new site. So if I build a site and I'm really happy with the header or the footer or the coming soon page or the 404 page or the blog archive or anything like that, I go, hey, that's really cool. I will just download it and I will label it and I will save it in a folder on my computer. And when I come to build in the future, if I go, oh, hey, this header would work really well for this business um, with some modifications. Obviously, I'll just upload that and install it. And then that makes that build a lot more seamless. So I have a lot of those kind of hiding in my arsenal and I love them. I love that function of Elementor. It's really great. So another thing you can do with Elementor is you can copy and paste widgets between pages. You can also copy and paste sections or columns, and you can also copy and paste styles from sections, columns, and widgets. It just applies one style to another. So that saves you the time setting all the styling again. And similarly on that, you can also save widgets as global widgets. So you can just drag them onto another page rather than having to open up the other page, go back, copy, paste. If it's something you're going to be using over and over again, or if it's something that the client. It's going to be using over and over again, I like to save it as a global widget for them to save that time with them updating as well. If you are going to give Elementor a try, I will pop a link on my website um, and on this blog post. So if you are interested, please use my link. It is an affiliate link and I will get credit for that. This is something I definitely recommend you explore as well. Not everything I mentioned is going to be an affiliate link. Some things are, but I would say if my tips help you please go to my website and use the links that I pop on there. Cool. So next up is canned emails. So I actually use Superhuman for my email. It is, I think it's like $30 a month on top of what I pay to Gmail. So it actually runs through Gmail. But I do find it really easy to use and I love the app. So I'm, I'm going to stick with using it. I think it's worth investing in things that make your life easier. They have a section called snippets and it's basically canned emails or email templates. If you use Gmail, you can do the same thing. But basically anything I need to do more than once, I will save it as a snippet every time. Even if I just write it and then send it and then copy and paste it and then put it in a snippet or a canned email just to have to not have to do that again and be able to search it up and just quickly add it in. I think it's like control semicolon or something like that. And you can choose from your snippets. So I really love that. So I have snippets for my pricing requests, for my review requests, for my post go live check-ins, for my go live announcements. Every single email that I'm going to send more than once, I have it saved as a snippet. Really, again, takes the thinking out of things. And the other thing I love about Superhuman is that it's really easy to schedule. So I Quite often I'll sit down and I'll write a few emails and then just schedule them or set up my canned emails at the end of a project and schedule them. And then it's all done. And I know all of my chickens are taken care of. So I highly recommend getting as many canned emails together as you can. Yeah. So hopefully you find those helpful. Let me know. Oh, hi, Neo. My kitty cat's coming to say hi. (laughs) Let me know how you go with these. If you found them helpful, please subscribe. Please leave me a comment. Please leave me a review. If you're an avid podcast listener, as am I, I'm sure you know the drill. But thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you love what I do here, you can connect with me on Instagram at Ceiling Digital or at Women Wealth WordPress. I'm always up for a chat and I'm a complete open book. So feel free to email me with any questions or check out my website, womenwealthwordpress.com. Until next time, aim big.